ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. I want to take you back a few years. I wasn't even yet married to Josh, living on my own in New York City, paying $3,000 a month for I don't know, a teeny tiny apartment. And I had started Purpose Girl and was on my own, but wasn't going that well yet. And I was terrified. I was an anxious, nervous wreck. Where are the clients going to come from? Where's the money going to come from? What am I going to do? And a friend of mine told me about her coach. And her coach was what she calls a luxury coach. She taught you to feel worthy of first class tickets, air tickets. She taught you to feel worthy of staying in five-star hotels. She taught you to go for those kinds of big things that, oh my goddess, when my friend spoke about her and this program and five-star hotels and first class airfare, like I literally felt tingly in my pussy that there was this one-year program with this coach that would include a trip to Paris and include a trip to Santa Monica in LA and include a trip to Sydney, Australia. And it was going to be so fabulous. And I started researching this coach and she lived in this beautiful home with these large chandeliers and she would set aside thousands of dollars for her shopping. And I'm not even someone who was ever into shopping. But I felt tingly from the inside out. I found myself envious. I found myself wanting, like yearning, like, oh, I wish I could have what she has. I want that so bad. I want to go to Australia. I want to go to Paris. But this was $7,500 to work with her. $7,500. And that's before the travel, right? The travel, I had to pay extra. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, this is crazy. I can't spend that. Like, Purpose Girl is not, like, making money yet. I pay for this ridiculous expensive apartment in New York. Like, I don't have enough clients for this. I'm so stupid for even thinking about this. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. But that yummy yearning, like, literally yearning, was inside. I didn't have language for it then. Now I call it pussy. Now I understand that that tingly of like, oh, I want that. I want to go. I want to do that. I want that thing is pussy talking to you. And I just kept telling myself no. I was even ashamed to talk with Josh about it. I was sure he'd say, no, you're crazy. Even though we weren't even married. Like he couldn't say no to me spending money. But I was sure he would judge me. He would think I was ridiculous. Like, who do you think you are to spend that kind of money on yourself? It all came down to me feeling totally unworthy. Unworthy of spending on myself, unworthy of investing in my dreams, unworthy of flying off and staying at the Ritz-Carlton in these fabulous places. 
unworthy of having luxury bags, unworthy of wanting luxury, right? Like I realized that I had judgment about women and people who wanted luxury things. Like, oh, they must be shallow. They must be frivolous. And really deep, 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 deep down, I want them too. I want pretty things. But it was all a worthiness issue. Really just feeling like, who the hell are you, Karen? And I have to tell you, sister, this is the biggest thing that I see holding women back. It is not talent because, goddess, you have tons of talent. It is not resources because I have found that we all can create access to resources if we really put our head to it, our mind to it, our pussy to it. It is not whether you are capable, not whether it is possible because pretty much everything is possible, pretty much everything. It is, do you feel worthy of saying yes to yourself? Do you feel worthy of having the dream that you have? Do you feel worthy of wanting to go on the retreat or working with the coach or coming with me on my goddess getaway in Miami? Do you feel worthy of it? And pause for a moment and really feel into that question. Think about something that you want and ask yourself, do I feel worthy of that? Now, hopefully you're sitting in your car, wherever you're listening to this, and you're like, super, hell yes, I do. But what I have found and what the research actually backs up is that way too many of us, the majority of us women, do not feel worthy of what we desire. And in today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast, we're going to dive into why we feel so freaking unworthy and even better than that, how you move past it so that you begin to claim worthy, even if you don't feel like it. I'm going to have you claim it. I'm going to have you aim it, even if you don't feel it yet, because that's part of the deal. And I'm going to teach you how to begin feeling it. And then we're going to get into juicy, like, ooh, what do you desire? What do you want? What is your equivalent of that $7,500 program that, yes, I did sign up for? Because I decided, I decided even if people think I'm crazy, even if I a little bit think I'm crazy, I decided that that yearning, that yumminess, that juice that was in my bones and in my body was telling me something. And I cannot wait to tell you what happened from there. But first, of course, I need to read our review of the week. It is a five-star review coming to us from AVD1975 in Canada. She says, Karen is smart, funny, intuitive, curious, and loving. Aw, thank you. The perfect combination for a teacher, coach, and podcast host. Time spent listening to her is time well spent on yourself as you're sure to learn something you can take away as your own every time. Aw, thank you, AVD. I so love you and appreciate you. And I don't pick these for the week. Josh sends them to me, and so it perfectly, perfectly goes with our topic of worthiness today. If you have not yet left your five-star review, it helps me out so much because the more five-star reviews that I have, the better guests that I can get and the more guests I can get for you. So head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Leave your five-star review. It takes 30 seconds right now. While you're there, also hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do. 
The more you subscribe, again, the better guests that I can get, the more interest I can get, and that is how we change the world, one woman at a time. So let me tell you what happened once I spent that $7,500. I went ahead and I paid for it in full on a credit card that I didn't have money to pay back yet. I just trusted. And I was scared shitless to trust and totally judging myself. Like, who do you think you are? What you think now? You're like all luxury or whatever. But I listened, right? I was so juiced up and so excited about this in my body. And yes, I was so nervous. In fact, like nervous and excited actually have the same reaction in your body. Think about it. You get butterflies for each, right? So there's actually a very similar connection. And what we know about the response is it's all, do you look at it as good or you look at it as bad? And so when you are facing something that you really desire, that you're actually really excited about, but is the next edge for you or the next level for you, it will also bring you fear. Okay, so just know that just because you have fear about something doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do it. It's actually an indication that you probably are supposed to do it. And so I went ahead, I put my credit card in, I said yes to myself. Immediately, even though I was scared shitless inside, I felt amazing. I was like, oh my goddess, oh my goddess. Did I just do that? Did I just do that? Did I just do that? Ah! And I had the biggest smile of, did I just do that? Like, am I really gonna do this? I felt so elevated, so big, like truly so big. The energy was so big that the very next day when I was taking a walk to my coffee shop, I walked into the coffee shop, started talking to the woman next to me, telling her I was a life coach and she hired me because my energy was that magnetic. That week I did a talk, a friend of mine from graduate school had a company, he asked me to come in. I did a talk and a woman after that contacted me and she hired me. Sister, you have to hear this. Within a week or two, I had 10 new clients that double paid for the investment. So I'd spent 7,500 and that week, or maybe it was two weeks, it was a long time ago, so it was either a week or two, I had earned $15,000 in sales and the program hadn't even started yet. It was just my energy that I felt alive. I felt big. I felt worthy. I was excited. I knew I was taking a step in the right direction and that taking a step magnetized so much to me. It's like some sort of voodoo, magic, amazing, feminine power that I can't describe to your brain, but is real. And here's what I know would have happened if I did not say yes to that program. If I had said to myself, no, oh, I can't afford it. Mm, no, it's not for me. Mm, other women are going to do it. But no, okay, I, I just can't. Do you hear in my voice, just saying those words, my body is starting to collapse. My shoulders are hunched in. My belly is going in. My belly actually feels sick. So there's the nervous excitement and then there's the sick blah. So even though I know that I did invest in it, even though I know I've invested literally probably close to $100,000 in coaching since then, my body is just reacting to that small, sick feeling if I had said no to that first time. And then what would have happened to my energy? I can already feel it. My eyes were sad. My energy was small. 
I probably wouldn't have gone to buy coffee because I wouldn't have even thought I was worth spending the $3.50 on my latte. I would have walked into the coffee shop hunched over or just blah or just staying small and hidden. That's what happens when we don't listen to our heart and soul desires, our heart and soul truth to our pussy. When we let that false feeling of unworthiness win over the truth of our soul and our spirit and our pussy, that's what happens. Think about it in your own life. When have you said yes to something you really desired, even if it made no sense? And how did you feel? What did you experience? And what about when you said no to something you really desired? No to yourself. You told yourself that you weren't worthy. Try it on right now. Pause for a moment and just feel in your body you saying, no, I'm not worthy of that. No, I can't have that. No, that's for other people. How does that feel to you? It feels small, right? Feels sad. Feels withdrawn. Versus, yes, I am worthy of that. Try that on. Yes, I am worthy of that. Yes, I can have what I desire. Yes, I am made to have what I desire. Yes, I'll figure out how to have what I want. Try that on. Like my whole body responds very differently. My body now, like my heart is excited. I'm like all juicy. My arms are going out. Y'all should see me when I tape a podcast, by the way. My arms are like flailing all over the place. Like (laughs) I get so excited talking to you. And that is the difference between feeling worthy and making a decision that you are worthy, whether you actually feel it or you don't. Now, before I go further, I do want to share, sister, that you may have heard that I announced Goddess Getaways Miami is on! Now that we can gather safely, I have figured out a super safe way for us to have a fabulous retreat in South Beach, Miami at the Versace Mansion. Yes, the very mansion that Versace (laughs) built himself, brought in exquisite mosaic tiles and goddess statues and water fountains from Italy, from all over the world in South Beach. We are having our retreat there. Ah, So fabulous, August 20 to 22nd. And I will tell you, sister, it is already half sold out. Okay, just a couple weeks after announcing it, half of the spots are gone. I'm getting emails every day from women asking questions about it. And so if you've been sitting there and you've been like, oh, I want to do that, but you're telling yourself an unworthiness reply, send me an email right now, karen at karenrockhine.com, and tell me what your brain is telling you about this retreat. If you've been sitting there through COVID, through the last 14, 15 months, feeling blah, feeling like you don't even know what you want in life anymore. If you're like aching to get out, you just need to like get out. If you have been homeschooling while working or any of the above, and you are craving, feeling alive again, feeling on fire, knowing who you are, getting clear on your desires, on what you want, on what life is for you. You wanna feel like the goddess. You wanna feel beautiful. You wanna feel alive. And you're going to be vaccinated by August 20th. And sister, sign up now. 
The website is mygoddessgetaways.com. And if there is anything that is holding you back, you think you don't have the money, you don't know the women who are coming, you're afraid you're going to be an outsider, you're afraid you won't fit in, anything, you're questioning how I'm going to do it safely, send me an email now. Either Karen at KarenRockland.com or easier, team at PurposeGirl.com. That'll go to my team, team at PurposeGirl.com. Because half of the spots are sold. I guarantee you by next week's podcast episode, more than half will be sold out. And the hotel rooms are going super fast. So you need to get on this now. Like we all, all of the hotel rooms that we had set aside are already gone. In fact, there's a couple of women who have booked hotel rooms who haven't yet booked the retreat. So I know that we're actually more than half sold out of the retreat, just waiting on them to buy the retreat too. So you need to register now. Okay. You can't wait until August 19th for this. It will be gone. This is selling out and you are worth it. Let's talk about what worth means. So according to the dictionary, there are, of course, a few definitions of worthy. One is equivalent in value to the sum or item specified. Equivalent in value. So, right, like my first engagement ring for my first husband, I went to try to sell it. And they said that it was worth, I think, maybe like $1,500. Now, he had bought it for at least double that. But that was the value that they found in it at the time. And so I never sold it. They determined that it was worth less. Now, do you see that someone else determining what something that was meaningful to me was worth? Now, what's ridiculous about that, they're looking at it as a diamond and some gold. But in truth, it was much more than a diamond and gold. It was young love. It was sweetness. It was connection. It was meaningful, no matter what happened with the marriage. And it was still a diamond and gold, but they had decided what the equivalent sum is. And isn't this how a lot of our life is? We actually, every single one of us is so worthy because you have so much special juice inside of you. You have superpowers, perhaps creativity, artistic talent, kindness, maybe a deep heart of generosity, maybe high sensitivity, you wear your heart on your sleeve and that's so beautiful. And others haven't seen that in you or valued it in you. And so they're valuing you as less. And then you start thinking you are unworthy. Merriam-Webster defines self-worth as the feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. So self-worth is the feeling that you're a good person who deserves. Ask yourself that question. Do you have self-worth, sister? Do you feel that you're a good person who deserves to be treated with respect, who deserves what you desire? Chances are deep, 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 deep down, you do know that you're a good person who deserves it. But so much has gotten caught up in us women feeling unworthy. A dear friend of mine was telling me about a job that she wanted to apply for, and she said, but I probably only have, I don't know, like 30% of what they ask for. And I said to her, oh my gosh, love, do you know the study from HP about men and women and the jobs that we apply for? Like men will apply for a job that they only have 60% of the credentials for and they will feel like they're fucking awesome, that they are better than anyone else. They will feel like they're king of the world and that that job is theirs. But the research showed is that women will only apply for a job if we have 100% of the job criteria listed in the application. Why? Because we don't feel worthy unless someone else has specifically validated every single 
gift and strength and talent of ours. When in fact, the men can do it with 60% because they know that they'll figure out what they don't know. They believe in themselves. They believe that they're resourceful. They are confident enough in their other strengths and talents that they'll make up for it or they'll hire people around them who will make up for it or that they're smart enough to figure it out. Like there are additional strengths and superpowers that they are claiming that aren't on that job description that they're like, yep, I'm awesome. I got this. I'm overqualified for that. So it's just how are we valuing ourselves like the jeweler in that ring? With the definition of equivalent in value to the sum, the dictionary goes on to say sufficiently good, important, or interesting to justify a specified action. Right, so think about something you want right now. Maybe it is coming to Miami with me. Maybe it is a new car. Maybe it is dating again. Think about something you want. And are you judging yourself as sufficiently good, important, or interesting to justify getting it? Here's the crazy part. Justify. As if any of us have to justify why we are worthy. I want you to think about my baby. Hopefully y'all have seen pictures of him. If not, definitely follow me on Instagram because I'm a little baby obsessed and it took me five years to have him and he is adorable, if I do say so myself. (laughs) I am willing to bet you would look at my 11-month-old baby and you would say he's worthy of everything he wants. He's so worthy. He's so worthy. Why? He hasn't achieved anything yet in life. I mean, yes. He is now standing and cruising, and I'm so proud of him. And yes, he is now clapping his adorable, fat little, his adorable, chubby little hands. And yes, he can smile and giggle and make fart raspberry sounds. So yes, he has achieved some things. But he hasn't like achieved all A's in a school yet. He hasn't achieved any sort of awards. He hasn't achieved being a great father or dutiful son or any of the things that you judge yourself as what would make you worthy. And I bet you would think that he is worthy of everything that he wants. You aren't justifying his worth or whether he deserves what he wants based on if he is important enough, quote unquote, or if he's interesting enough, right? We look at a baby and we simply know that that baby, that every baby, regardless of race, religion, whatever sexual orientation, whatever gender identity, we just know that that baby is worthy. If we know it about every baby, then it must be true of ourselves as well because we were all babies at a particular time. Here's something interesting, though. There is a psychological theory called self-worth theory created by researchers Covington and Beery back in 1976. So it is a bit old, but it's important because that's when I was a child, right? I was born in 1974. The self-worth theory states that our main priority in life is to find self-acceptance, and self-acceptance is found through achievement. Okay, this was a theory back in 1976. Now, why is that important? Because many of us were raised either during that time or the product of people who were raised and who were teens and who were in their 20s at that time 
it has affected us. And think about it, for those psychologists to create that theory in 1976 means that it was probably around for a while before that. So we have literally come to base our self-worth on achievement. On achievement. Ugh. Right? So if we base our worthiness on achievement, and pretty much every woman I know feels like we haven't achieved enough. Like, do you feel you've achieved enough? Think about it. Do you feel like you've achieved enough as a mother? Do you feel like you've achieved enough in your career? Do you feel like you've achieved enough wealth? Do you feel like you've achieved enough, right? Like we are so hot on ourselves that we haven't achieved enough. This whole perfection crap that of course then we never feel worthy. This is an issue. Researchers Bregan and Stolzer in 2020, they wrote an article about psychological helplessness. And psychological helplessness is this idea that there's nothing that we can do to improve, to be better, right? And that what they found is that psychological helplessness is really the root of all of our suffering. And that suffering, right, what comes under that, it's fueled by the feelings and experiences of feeling unlovable, of feeling unworthy, that we are not deserving of what we want, not deserving of love. Ouch. And where does that happen? When we were kids, our child development, how did our parents respond to us? How did they react to us? And this is not a blame game on any parents, right? Think about that article I read. Think about the theory I gave to you from 1976. If your parents were raising you in 1976 like mine were, the theory at the time was to teach kids self-esteem that it was absolutely about their achievements. That was what psychologists said was good for kids. So it's nobody's fault. And they themselves had found their own worth in achievements. Right? Like my grandparents were Holocaust survivors. May they rest in peace. And so, of course, they wanted my mom, their daughter, to achieve. That's the American dream, really Western society dream, that you're going to get good grades. You're going to get a good job. You're going to get a good house. You're going to achieve in this, quote, unquote, particular way. And that's then what we base our worth on. And then when we don't have that, we end up feeling that we're undeserving. We end up feeling that there's even we're even helpless to doing anything about it because we don't feel worthy of getting what we want. So we don't do anything, right? If I had felt totally unworthy or if I had listened to those feelings of unworthiness, the who am I to have, when I was deciding if I would join that coaching program, I don't even know that I would be sitting here talking to you because I had to decide that even though I hadn't achieved what I wanted to with Purpose Girl yet at the time, that I was still going to invest in myself and it double paid itself back within a couple of weeks. I actually had to decide that I was worthy before having the evidence. Now, this is something a little bit crazy, right? And goes against that theory that I just mentioned to you because if you're waiting to have evidence of achievement before deciding that you're worthy of coming to Miami, then you're gonna sit there for a long time feeling unworthy. You're gonna sit, sit there feeling small. You're going to sit there feeling, hmm, that's for other women. It's for other people, not for me. I really should put my money on my kids instead. I really should, you know, let my husband do something instead, or I shouldn't do something without him or without my wife, or, right? Like, we actually have to shift it, that we decide that we're worthy first. We invest, we listen to our dreams, our desires. We say yes to ourselves, and yes, I want you to say yes to Miami, you say yes to yourself first, and then you achieve. 
Because if we base our worthiness on what we've achieved so far, sister, and pretty much every woman feels like she hasn't achieved enough, then we will never feel worthy. And then how are we going to fix the, the wage gap, right? Like one of the reasons why women still make 20 cents on the dollar less than men, even less for women of color, one of those reasons that women, I'm not talking about women of color, that women in general make less than men is we don't feel worthy of going in and asking for the raise. We're waiting for someone else to tell us that we've achieved in order for us to get it. We're not making the case every single day to the boss about how awesome we are. Every time you get an email from a client, do you forward it to your boss? Do you own and claim? Or are you like, no, I didn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. No, own it, claim it. Say, hey, look what my customer said. Oh, I love serving these people. Look at this. Own it, claim it. Decide that you're worthy now. Decide that your strengths and your talents and your superpowers are enough now. Say yes to the dream now. If it is saying yes to Italy or Paris now, which by the way, I'm always saying yes to Paris. <laughs> and yes, we are doing Purpose in Paris retreat coming up next. Dates to be announced soon. Send my team, team at purposegirl.com, an email if you want to know about that. That will be coming up soon. But anyway, the point is, if you are inside in your body, you're like, oh, I want to go to Paris. Or, oh, I want to go to South Beach with Karen and other goddesses. Oh, I want that goddess getaway. Oh, I want that new bike. Or, oh, I want to take the dance lessons. Or, oh, I want a beautiful person who's going to treat me well and shower, wine, and dine me. If you're thinking, oh, I want those things. And you're waiting until you think that you've proven your worth around it or achievement. You won't ever have it. You've got to decide now that you are worthy of it and then bank the evidence. So if we base our worthiness on achievement and we never feel like we've achieved enough, then we will never feel worthy. So as women, what does this mean, right? Where are the places that you feel unworthy? Like just check in. Where do you feel not good enough? <laughs> Raise your hand if you feel not good enough in some area. Based on my experience working with thousands of women at this point, what I see is that quote unquote worthiness of achievement is, do I look good enough, right? Have I achieved good looks, right? Which is really, have I achieved what others deem is beautiful or skinny or appropriate weight or looking a particular way or my boobs or my thighs? Like, have I achieved good looking based on I don't know, some magazine or what a bunch of like old white men decided was what we were supposed to look like. Or mom. Woo, mom guilt. Have you achieved being a good mom? Do you beat yourself up if you're not on the PTA and a schoolroom mom? You're not there every minute. You're not baking birthday cake from scratch. You're not packing lunches as well as that mom. Are you determining your worth based on your age? No, I'm too old for that. No, I'm too old for that. No, no one will take me serious. I'm too young for that. A woman came to me wanting coaching and said, but I'm really too old for my dream, aren't I? And she's like in her 60s. And I was like, sister, tell me like in the last 10 years of your life what you've learned that is part of your purpose. And she's like, well, this happened with my divorce. And so I want to teach women how to like take care of themselves and how to love themselves and how to rise up no matter what their husband is like. And this happened from an abuse perspective. And that really taught me. And I want to show women strength. And I was like, everything she said was like, wait a minute, you needed the last 10 years. You couldn't have done this amazing work in the world when you were 50, 
because everything that's happened to you in the last 10 years is critical, critical for your purpose. So we feel like we haven't achieved enough or that we're not good enough because of our age. Well, it's all a bunch of bull, bull, bullshit. In the feminine, we don't see hierarchy. There's no like, well, that's the president and that's the vice president. No, in the feminine, okay, in my goddess on purpose class, the age range is anywhere from 20 to 65 right now. And they all see each other as equally beautiful, equally talented, equally capable, because there is no hierarchy. Maybe as a woman, you're basing your achievement on, are you a good enough wife? Are you doing enough at the, in the home? Are you keeping the home clean or cooking enough dinners? Or maybe it's based on, is your partner good enough? Is your partner good looking enough, tall enough, successful enough? Are you keeping up with the Joneses? Do we have enough money? Maybe you're saying, I haven't achieved enough in my career. I don't have a good enough job. I don't have a good enough money. Maybe it's social media likes, right? Oh, do we base our own worthiness on how many people? I cannot even tell you. I seriously spent like the first five years of active social media, maybe longer, constantly feeling like a loser. And I have more people like my stuff than the average person. But I would see these other coaches who had 100,000 followers. In fact, I have had my book proposal rejected by, at this point, probably 15 publishers have told me you're a great writer, but you're not big enough. So basically being told you're unworthy, you're unworthy, you're unworthy because you don't have enough social media likes. Therefore, out there, those of you, please go like all me, my stuff right now because let's let the publisher know that I'm totally worthy of having my books, right? But it's such BS, especially because do you know that you can buy likes? Like I could seriously go buy 10,000 likes right now and then I would have enough for those publishers. But that's like not my gig to buy them. So there are so many things as women that we feel like we haven't achieved enough. Right, like when I wanted to do that program with that coach, I didn't have the 10 clients yet. I didn't feel worthy then of investing in myself. But they sure came as soon as I said yes because I changed, because my energy changed, because I decided that I was worthy. And so in other words, right, if we've decided that our worthiness is based on achievement and we haven't achieved enough in terms of our looks, in terms of our social media following, in terms of how good we are as a mom, whatever those things, in other words, we're basing our worth on if we're totally perfect. Raise your hand if you have based your worth on if you are 100% perfect. Like if you were just the perfect mom, then you would let yourself go away for a weekend on Goddess Getaways Miami. Yes, I'm going to keep talking about it because by the way, sister, it's going to be so freaking good. I mean, can you imagine if you like listening to me on the podcast, can you imagine when we are one-on-one -on -one and I'm getting to be with you in person and I'm getting to look into your eyes and I'm getting to see your superpowers and I'm getting to talk to you about your purpose and we're going to stand on chairs and dance and howl at the moon on the beach and run into the ocean and we're going to get your desires out. Like, can you just imagine doing that in person? So yes, I'm going to keep talking about the retreat because it's that freaking fabulous. I am talking that freaking fabulous. But if you decide that you can't do it until you make a certain amount of money, or you can't do it until your kids don't have any more needs, until braces are done and high school graduation is paid for and all these things, or you can't do it until you're a better mom, or you can't do it until you get the next level job, like then you will never do it. Not because you won't get the next level job or not because the kids' braces won't be paid for it. They will. 
But what's going to happen then is you will come up with the next excuse. You'll come up with the next reason why you're not worthy because then it will be, well, paying for college. Then it will be whatever it will be. There is always something else other than taking care of you and your needs that will come first. If you are deeming yourself unworthy, you will always find something else to come first. Underline that, highlight that, put that on the wall, make a sticky note, mark my words. If you are always finding yourself unworthy, then there will always be something else that you put above yourself. And this is why as women, we continue to accept the freaking crumbs of life. The crumbs. No, I don't need cake. Let everybody else have cake and then I'll just take what's last. Well, what if what's last is just like the little crumb that comes off of like the hard edge of the cake and it's like three days stale and old? Yuck. When you could have just given yourself the first juicy piece of cake the other day. So Shay, my baby, loves water. Yay. Doesn't yet know the wonders of juice or even Coke, but he loves water. Every time I drink water, he wants to drink out of my glass. I'm very conscious of drinking from the water glass first. Very conscious every single time. There's a part of me that says in my head, let him drink out of it first. Always give to your baby first. Right? That's what we're supposed to do as moms. But I actually want him to see a woman, me respecting myself and drinking the water first. Now, it doesn't mean if we were down and we had no money and we had one can of food, who am I going to feed, me or the baby? I'm going to feed the baby. I mean, I'm not a bad human, right? But I want him to have that sense that mom is important, that women are important, that we need to share. I want him to have that sense. And so I'm very, very, very conscious of it, that I take the first sip and then I give him a sip. And it's a small gesture. And listen, there are some voices in my head that are like, that's terrible, or thinking you're going to judge me for that. But I'm conscious of doing it. I'm doing it on purpose. Because I want us to change the story that we're not worth the whole freaking glass of water. I want us to decide that we're worthy of having that sip first. Because when I'm then well hydrated, I can hydrate him even better. Maybe a silly example, but if I have the piece of cake, or I do the program where I go to Paris, or I do the program where I go to Miami, I do the thing that my heart and soul are telling me to do, I am such a better mom. I had this experience a couple of weekends ago, went away for my dear friend's birthday, another girlfriend went. And I think society would say, you have a baby, you can't go away without him. And sure, so that voice came up in my head for like literally a second. And let me tell you, just going away for 24 hours, being on the beach dancing, we danced, we were making up a TikTok dance, cracking ourselves up. We watched the sunset and we sat there with a bottle of wine and chips and dip. We talked, we laughed, we talked about dating, we talked about love, we talked about our exes, we talked about life. We got all snugly under blankets and we sang camp songs from back in the day, summer camp, like just being with amazing women. I came back and I was so full for him so full, right? I had so much more energy. First of all, I was so excited to see him, right? Just a little bit of time away then I was even more excited to see him. And then I had more to give him. And this happens every single time. If you are waiting to do the thing until after you give, 
you'll have nothing to give. We all know that, right? We're all like giving and giving and giving till we're depleted and exhausting. No, you have to decide that you are worthy first. You have to have the piece of cake, drink the sip of water, and you will then have so much more to give. Because what's going to happen is you feel worthy and alive. And now that energy is like the energy when I went into that coffee shop and started attracting new clients. That energy is the energy we know from research. There was a study that came out of Harvard that your emotions are contagious up to three degrees. And so how you are, when you are alive, you feel worthy, you're effervescent. That then translates to the kids and they feel it and then they feel worthy and alive and effervescent. But when you feel unworthy, sister, what are you passing to your kids? So we've got to stop believing that our worth is based on if we're perfect, because then we will never achieve it. We've got to stop accepting the crumbs and simply decide now that we are worthy. The fact is, it's not that once you achieve, you will feel worthy. Because we all know then there will never be enough achievement, because then there's the next job that you could get, the next amount of money that you could get, the next, right? If you wait for achievement, you'll never feel worthy. What we must do, and this is radical, Okay, what we must do is decide that you're worthy first, and then you'll achieve more. Just like when I signed up for that program with that coach, and before the program even started, I attracted 10 new clients. Boom. You decide you're worthy, and then you achieve. And this has happened to me over and over and over again. I've talked about Regina Tomashauer, Monima Gina, who I've done programs with. And the first time I did a program with her was $5,000 for a three-month program. And a friend of mine was like, oh, let me think about what what can I cut out of my life in order to afford it? And I said, I'm not cutting anything out of my life. I'm going to go make the money. I put down my credit card, paid for it in full. And then my brain was like, oh, great. Okay, how are we going to make this money? And within that week, I made $7,500, more than the $5,000 to pay for it. This is what happens. You decide you're worthy and then you achieve. It's like the more you treat yourself to what you desire, the more you'll go out and do. And because... Because that energy is so magnetic and so attractive and you will feel so on top of the world. Will you feel scared? Of course. One of my clients decided that she is beautiful right now without losing any weight. Doesn't need to lose any weight. That she's just beautiful now. And she's so freaking sexy that I have now witnessed at least eight or ten other women be inspired and influenced by her just by being that alive. She can go sell anything right now about feeling beautiful because she's so Effervescent, she decided. So researchers at Michigan State University recommend two strategies to support adolescence in becoming, in feeling worthy. Number one, providing unconditional love, respect, positive regard. And two, giving adolescents more opportunities to have success. Okay. I bring that up because what if we just decide right now that we're going to apply those two strategies to ourselves? Number one, providing unconditional love, respect, and positivity to yourself. Whether you think you're worthy of it or not, how often does the tape play in your head where you say to yourself, oh, I'm not good enough. I should have done better in that meeting. I should have spoken up. I should have gone to that PTA meeting. I should have, I should have. I'm not that smart. I'm not that pretty. I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm too skinny. I'm too old. I'm too young, whatever it might be. That tape that we all have going through our head, 
me too, is so damaging that we will never feel worthy unless we get a hold of it. So what we have to do, and I do this every day, sister, okay? I have been teaching this stuff for 10 years. I have my master's degree in it, and I still have to practice it every day. It's called practice because we need to do it every day. It's like, even if you are David Beckham, he still has to practice soccer every day or football, depending on where you live in the world. No matter how expert you are, you still must practice every day because I've got the same human brain that you do. So I have to provide unconditional love, respect, and positivity to myself every day. What does that mean? Every day, I write down my own celebrations. I write down everything that I'm proud of, everything that was amazing about that day, everything that I brag about my life. Every single day, we take a walk every morning as a family, and what do we do? We do gratitudes. We're grateful for Shay's health. We're grateful for our house. We're grateful for our clients. We're grateful for abundance. We're grateful, we're grateful, grateful. We're grateful for our love. We're grateful for this. We're grateful for that. We're grateful for our podcast listeners. We have to continuously give ourselves the unconditional love. We have to find that and that positivity. You have to look into the mirror. I look in the mirror and I say, hey, beautiful. Hey, sexy. Like, I'll give you an example. I hate my haircut right now. I got it. I got it cut recently. My brain wants to tell me all the time how ugly my hair is, just being honest. I have to overcome it and continue to look in the mirror and look at my lips and go, hey, I got sexy lips. Ooh, look at my cute glasses. They're so awesome. Ooh, my hair looks so cute up. I've got to decide to take over the tape. I have to decide that I'm worthy even with an ugly haircut. We have to decide. You get to decide. You know that my two favorite words, I believe positive psychology, the science of happiness and human flourishing comes down to two words I choose. And that's, by the way, why I sell a necklace. I have a signature necklace, a Purpose Girl signature necklace that says I choose. It's beautiful. It's a gold bar. It's so elegant. It's so, so beautiful. Two words I choose because you get to choose to give that to yourself, but you have to choose it every day, every moment of every day. Number two, this whole idea of giving adolescents opportunities to experience success, you've got to give yourself more opportunities to experience success. How does that happen? Let me give you an example. One of my clients was told over and over again by someone in her life that she was no good, she was not worthy, that she was ugly, she was fat, she was gross, she was never going to find anyone, she was never going to amount to anything. And so she almost did not join one of my goddess programs because she didn't think she was worthy of it, didn't think she could spend money on it. Just, And I reached out to her and I said, sister, what would it be like if you had 20 women telling you how beautiful you are, all the strengths that they see in you, how awesome you are? And she said she was crying. It would be the best thing she could ever imagine. So she joined. And I'm telling you, I am telling you, in that group, she has had more than 20 women tell her how moved they are by her story, her life story, how inspired they are by her strength and her courage, how beautiful she is, how talented and creative she is with every single compliment. And these are genuine compliments. I see her shedding an old layer. I see her blossom more. I've seen her then rise up, shared her biggest dreams her huge talents, her purpose, and starting to go for it. Like, hello. So how do we give ourselves more opportunity for success? It's who we surround ourselves by. You surround yourself by people who are telling you that you're not worthy and not capable and who do you think you are, then that's more of what you're going to get. You surround yourself with people, with the women who come to my programs who you surround yourself with people like the women who come to my programs who are telling you how fabulous you are, how wonderful you are, and not just blowing smoke up your ass, but genuinely seeing you, you're going to feel more and more and more success. 
she got to this place because one, she allowed herself to join goddess on purpose. She gave herself that gift, even if she didn't feel worthy of it. She chose, I choose. She invested in herself, even if she didn't feel worthy of it. And then she showed up and she shared her story, even if she thought it was a stupid story, uninspiring. She shared, she showed up. And she surrounded herself by people who will show her success. So how do we start claiming our worthy? Knowing what is awesome about you, knowing what your superpowers are, naming them, claiming them, and then you aim them. Practicing mindset every single day. I have an old running tape that women don't like me, girls don't like me because of what happened in fifth grade and then in high school and sorority life and all this stuff. So I have to tell myself every day, women love you, women want to work with you. Women love you, women want to work with you. I've got to tell myself this stuff. And then I bank evidence, right? Then I've got to go find it. How do I go find evidence? I open up the email. You guys send me messages about what the podcast does for you. I ask my friends, can you tell me I'm awesome? Whatever I might need. But we decide and we start changing our story about worthiness. Listen, you might want to be out there and go, well, just fuck what other people think. There is one aspect that's like, F that. But I want to tell you, it's actually normal to care what other people think, right? From the time we're babies, we just want to be loved. And that's where the sense of worthiness comes from. But you get to decide right now that you are worthy. A client who came on my goddess retreat in Miami a few years ago, I think it was the first one, actually. She came in and her husband had cheated on her. And I'm sure she almost then didn't come and was in a really bad place. But she stepped into her worth. By just deciding, you know what? Screw this. I'm going away. I'm doing something for myself. And she had two little kids. I mean, little, probably like nine months and two at the time. Like little, little. And coming out of that retreat, she felt so empowered. She felt so lit up. She received so much love, so much mirroring of who she is and what is special and talented and incredible about her that she lost 40 pounds. She started a blog. She actually worked on her marriage, rekindled it, and now they have a beautiful marriage and now has a thriving business on her own. She didn't wait until she felt worthy to come on the trip. No, she came on the trip, decided, and then achieved. Another client of mine came on another Miami retreat, and she had been feeling really beaten down by her ex, who was terrible with her about the kids. She had never allowed herself to leave her kids. And she also had two little ones who probably at the time were maybe four and six. But she just decided. But she treated herself. She came. She knew that he would have all sorts of words about her going away. And she just decided, no, this is the best thing I can do for my daughters. And so she showed up. And it was like you could see her just shed, shed like 20 pounds of weight. I don't mean like literal weight on a body. I mean like heaviness that she'd been carrying. And she had so much fun before the retreat officially started. She went and she went to the spa and got a manicure and took care of herself and went to the pool and like was like, oh, filling up and filling up and filling up. And she felt so good. And then she allowed herself to be loved by these other women. She allowed herself to tap into her desires and into her purpose with the work that we did on the retreat. 
She allowed herself to let go of, to own what is the story that was holding her back and shed it. She allowed herself to rise above it. She went home. She set boundaries with her ex. Started teaching her kids self-love, self-worth, got a promotion, like, hello. So these women invested in themselves, even when they had kids and other things to pay for. They listened to pussy. They listened to that excitement within. They decided, even if they didn't 100% feel worthy, they decided that they were worthy. And then they stepped into that. And that's how it works, sister. And that's what I want for you. So I want you to feel into right now, what is something you really, really, really desire that you have not been allowing yourself to have? You've been telling yourself that you are not worthy of. And I want you right now, this moment, to decide that you are. You don't have to know how. You don't have to know how you're going to have the money. You don't have to know any of it, what you're going to do with the kids, whatever it might be. You just decide and you right now go do it. And then watch how the energy takes care of the rest. Watch how your brain then starts to figure out how to make it happen. And start doing the self-worth exercises. Naming what's awesome, what your superpowers are, what's amazing about you. Giving yourself that unconditional love, positivity, over and over, mindset work every day. Surrounding yourself with people who will see you and give you more success. Do those things, and we're going to change your worthiness story. And the last thing, sister, I will say is if you have been thinking about coming on Goddess Getaway Miami, sign up now. I know I keep talking about it. I keep talking about it because I know how good it's going to be for you. I know what happens in that opening circle when we all get together. First of all, we're all going to be vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you can come. I know what happens in that opening circle when we all start sharing who we are, why we came on this retreat, the opening exercises that I do to have you start hearing and seeing who you are and what you're worthy of and how beautiful you are. I know what happens during sunrise yoga when you're sitting on the beach and you see the sunrise come up above me and I am in meditation and during yoga suggesting to you and sharing with you to find your intention for the day and the weekend. I know what happens. I see the sparks in women. I see how they open and they set the intention for their lives. I know what happens in the morning exercises around desire for you to start getting into your body. I know what happens when a woman walks into the Versace mansion and I meet her and I look into your eyes. I've seen women, countless women, dozens of women cry in that moment for being seen and loved unconditionally for maybe the very first time. I know what happens when a woman just walks around the Versace mansion feeling like she owns it because her name is on the list. I know what happens when a woman is in what I call the circle of love. That's an exercise I do at the retreat where she has countless women telling her all the amazing things about her. I see a woman suddenly rise up and elevate. I know what happens when you get into the exercises about shedding old fears, old stories that do not serve you, that are about being unworthy. And I see women literally transform in front of my eyes. I know what happens when we dance. I know what happens when we really start embracing each other. I know what happens. You actually step into how worthy you are. And you actually start changing your life. You actually go for your dreams. And that is what I want for you. So if you're sitting there and you're still thinking about Goddess Getaway Miami, but you haven't pressed the button yet, go right now to mygoddessgetaways.com. Click, yes, I'm coming to Miami. 
feel just saying yes to you. And if you're questioning, can I afford it? Will I like the other women? Any of that, reach out, team at purposegirl.com. We will talk about it. I actually have been putting out messages on social media, also sharing with you all sorts of answers to all of those things. And I will keep doing that. Maybe the next episode will be about that. Because the answer, sister, is if you're questioning if you can afford it, then you can't afford not to come. Because what happens is you take care of yourself, you say yes to something like this, and then your brain goes and makes the money. We figure out how to make the money. It happens every time. So I literally have seen countless women come on retreat with me and then go home and get new sales, set up their Etsy store to make money, get the promotion and make more money because it's stepping into your worth, claiming that you are worthy and then that impacts your confidence. Do you see what I'm saying? So if you're saying they're saying, I can't afford it. Listen, I'm not in your bank account, so I can't say 100%, but chances are you actually can afford it. It's where are you choosing to spend that money, spend it on you, and then you'll have more to spend on your kids after and trust that you will gain so much that will actually allow you to go make more money afterwards. Or if you're sitting there saying, but I don't know anyone, don't worry, you're not alone. A lot of the women don't know anyone. Totally cool. You're going to know me. We're like best friends, right? You're going to walk in. I'm going to give you the biggest hug. Rachel and my team is going to give you the biggest hug. We'll introduce you to the other women. And we're doing a call in advance so that you can start to see the other women and you can connect with them. And I promise you the women in my community are the most loving, accepting women in the world. You've never met women like this. Come and you will feel loved for yourself by women for maybe the first time in your life. If you're sitting there and you're like, but my partner won't let me come or he'll feel bad if I come alone, I hear you. I have felt that way before with partners. And that's why when being with Josh, I was very clear with him, listen, if we're going to be together, you have to know that I got to do things for me. I need sisterhood time. I need retreats. I need all this work because I know that it works for me. And I know, sister, you don't want to be the person anymore who continues the story that we need permission from men, that we hold ourselves back because of men or because of a partner. I know you want to model it differently for your kids. And I know that if your partner were going to go away for a little bit, you would encourage that, right? We're going to be the ones who change that story. If we want to have a different kind of relationship in the world with ourselves and with others, we have to be the ones who do it. So no matter what is getting in your way, sister, it's not real. I can 99% guarantee that. I guarantee that it's a worthiness issue and that my team and I want to work with you on that. So decide you're worthy. Even just decide you're worthy enough to reach out to us and prove to us that this is not a worthiness issue because <laughs> we got you, sister. And I want you to feel how worthy you are. I want you to feel more worthy than you've ever felt in your whole freaking life. I want you to feel as worthy as you would see in my baby because you are worth that. And more and more and more. We all are. He is. We all are. Oh, you're so worthy. All right, my love. Again, there are only 12 spots left for Miami. 12. That's it. Okay. And thousands and thousands of women listen to my podcast. So if you want to be one of those 12, you better get over to, you better get over to mygoddessgetaways.com right now and click the pink button. I'm coming to Miami right now. And of course, I hope you loved this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. If you did, Go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Hit subscribe. Leave your five-star review. 
And of course, join the Purpose Girls Facebook group. Purpose Girls is one word. We would love to have you. It's the best community in the world of women declaring their dreams, declaring their worth, going for it, and you will feel so loved. That is how we change the world one woman at a time. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.